And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Would you like some banana? I gotta say, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. There's no appropriate way to watch a man eat a banana. I mean, putting a hand up to the camera. I mean, I guess that does it. But um, yeah. So uh, getting your potassium, are you? Is this a roundabout way of saying you've been watching Austin Aries, or you're nope. just eating a banana? I have not watched a single thing Austin Aries did since he left WWE, uh, but I'm listening to a podcast that is being taken over slowly by promoting this whole plant diet. Okay. And so I am trying to eat more fruits and, to a lesser extent, vegetables. <laughs> so If it's not crammed full of sugar, I just don't like it. Do you, can you honestly tell me you like vegetables? Yeah, there's some vegetables I like. Name them, please. Uh, I like carrots, but of course they are rather high in carbohydrates. Um, I like radishes. I think radishes are delicious. Um, What? You have a look on your face. Like, you don't believe me that radishes are delicious. I'm trying to remember the last time I ate a radish. I like it. There's a nice spice to it. Uh, Although spice, I guess, isn't the right word. It's not a caspasin like it is when you eat a spicy pepper. It's just sulfuric compounds that you're releasing from the membranes of the radish as you masticate it with your teeth. Did you just throw a banana peel on the floor of your apartment? Trash can. Okay, there's a trash But here, but, okay, I... While I acknowledge, at the very least, you did not throw a banana onto the floor of your apartment. Um, However, don't you find that that banana peel is just going to start to reek? Like, how can you can't leave it in there? Like, you've got to tie it up and get take it outside. Like, I will take out the garbage this week and probably this weekend. That's not no, no, not this weekend, DC. Now, not like not now, but like today, like if you leave that there for one day, that room is going to stink of decaying banana. Do you not notice that? I think you're giving the banana a lot of credit. I don't think it's going to start decaying right away. Well, I mean, I think it technically will start decaying right away, but but even still, it's just the smell. Oh, my God. Will you just stop putting things in your mouth for two minutes? My God, man. <laughs> so I was actually trying to describe this to Mrs. Manson earlier. What What is that? Is that just a yogurt bar or is it a fudgicle of some kind? No, it's a yogurt bar. Okay, but what flavor My body is, is now probably between 30 and 40% Yasso... Yeah, so chocolate fudge yogurt bar, but it is the chocolate one. So because it, it kind of looks like a fudgeicle. Because I was telling her how it seems like every time we do a podcast, this seems to be the podcast snack. And you'll you'll be sitting there and you'll be like doing something that requires both of your hands, and you will literally pop this entire yogurt bar into your damn mouth like some sort of savage. 
<laughs> now I take back the savage thing. That was for comical effect, but you understand. It's just she's like, well, you know, it's just a podcast snack. That's what he has. What he has podcasts. There's nothing wrong with having a particular snack. And I suppose she's right. But I think you may have a little something in your uh, in your goatee there. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I couldn't look at that for the rest of the show. It was going to drive me crazy. Um, and you're going to let me come over to your house at five in the morning. Well, I mean, I'm going to let you come over, but. I assure you, everything will be locked. <laughs> it's just going to be you in the driveway. I have to figure out. I like to bring things over when I come to Manson Manor. It's true. I have to decide, do I pick something up tomorrow night and just have it? Or do I go to Duncan or something to try to get you coffee? I don't know. what. I, as a non-coffee drinker, I have no idea what to get. What do you drink? Coffee. Regular. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I couldn't hear you. There was something in your mouth. Look, we've only got three weeks. I've given up. <laughs> this is me. I'm not. I'm mailing it in the last three weeks before the girls take over the show. If it makes you feel any better, at some point I'm going to have chicken tenders to shove into my mouth. So whatever. What goes around comes around, right? I ate, I see. This is the thing. I start out the show thinking, like, I get home, and I'm like, all right, maybe we'll podcast a little early. Maybe I'll save my dinner, and I'll actually eat my dinner. And then, of course, I get my dinner. 90 seconds later, it's gone. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, well, I'll just save it and have my chocolate Yasso bar when I talk to him. All right. Well, that's fine. Um I feel like we were just about to talk about something real. Oh, yeah, coffee. Yeah, I mean, a regular coffee is fine. These days, I try not to have uh, dairy products, so I might have coffee with, uh, I think Duncan has almond milk, so I would have almond milk put in. Um, They don't have soy milk, so uh, I guess that would be it, though. I don't need a flavored coffee of any kind. Just coffee with almond milk. What about Mrs. Manson? Is she a coffee drinker? No, I mean, a little bit, but not, not hugely. Um... She's been known to enjoy a Dunko Junkachino, which is it's more like a, a hot chocolatey cappuccino type drink. You know, it's a sugary drink. Um, is that and a, she also, did they just take like hot chocolate and coffee and just put it together and make I mean, that a yes, but it's not real coffee. Like it's like if you were to have the cappuccino that comes out of a machine like a hot chocolate, it's that mix plus hot chocolate mix, basically. To make the Dunkachino. So okay. it's a mix of sugary beverages, I believe. Um, right. But she's a big fan, big fan of the Boston Cream Donut. Just going to throw that out there. All right. Going to start like taking notes. Under, Although so. I, I must warn you, I think there's been some talk of pancakes. So I don't know if you eat them, but. Of course I eat pancakes. I, well, we I talk just don't about know. pancakes like every three to four episodes. I don't know if there's going to be chocolate chips in them, though, so... That's okay. I can have regular <laughs> pancakes. Can you? I'm not so sure. I can. Um, I just don't I, like them. They're not as good as That's chocolate true. chip But pancakes. in fairness, I think we actually have chocolate chips, so that, that probably is And, and really, if, if there's a syrup of some... I don't put butter on my pancakes, but no? if there's... No? That, I, that never was a thing in my house. It was only once I started living... It enhances the flavor. With Mrs. Matthew. I, I've tried it. I don't, I don't dig it. Butter, to me, is a savory thing. Pancakes are sweet. It's crossing the streams. I don't, I don't, like, I don't like crossing the streams. Interesting. All right. Well, Coffee, you're each their own. Almond milk. 
and then perhaps a Boston cream, though yes, I do know that there will be pancakes. Um, so, so what time does this show start? Five a.m. So wait, is there a pre-show at four a.m. or not that I'm aware of, and that would be a bridge too far for me. I yeah. I can confidently, if I go to bed early enough, make sure that I am up pre five. I'm going to try to shower before I come over. Please, dear God, shower before you come over. And then I will. I will. Be, you're not going to have showered. <laughs> I won't even be awake. We're going to have to give you the code to the garage or something, and just like you know, let Oscar out. We'll hear you probably, and then we'll we'll start waking up. We'll be down you. eventually. I'm going to text you. I don't know how to turn your TV on. That's true. You won't have any idea. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Look who you're talking to. Okay, you won't figure it out. But yeah. uh, but the reason that I will be heading over to Manson Manor at 5 a.m. the day after tomorrow, I've been looking forward to this all week, is the Super Showdown uh, is taking place... In Australia, so time zones and things, it's taking place for us at 5 in the morning. If we lived on the West Coast, it'd be taking place at 2 in the morning. So That'd be crazy. Oh, man. There are 10 matches, and while this is not, you know, an official pay-per-view, this is still being part of the storyline, so I figure we should at least talk about the matches, even if we don't make our usual predictions and productions. Um there are 10 matches on the card. I'm not even going to ask you if you can tell me what they are. Let's Charlotte just, versus Becky. Let's start there. Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. The SmackDown Women's title. What are you thinking? Becky used last week on SmackDown. The fact that she was not in the promotional poster for the Super Showdown, so she made her own where it's just her. Charlotte came out and threw her through it. Yeah, it was a really bad Photoshop. I, I've seen uh, an image of this, and it, it's the image of her with her foot on top of Charlotte from backstage. But whoever actually made this photoshopped a different face onto it because in the original photo there was a shadow over the majority of Becky Lynch's face, and like the way the head is tilted and the direction of the face on the body, like completely does not match. It's this horrific. It's this subtle, it's subtle, but in terms of like that uncanny valley, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't look like a person because it's not, it's awful. But, um, welcome to Shocktober, right? It's got to have a little bit unsettling throughout this month for sure. How many, how many horror movies have you seen so far? Well, it's uh, day four and I am on deck for a fourth once we get done here. So we're going to have to hurry this the hell up. I watched, uh, geez, the first night I watched The Collection, which was a 2012 horror film and sequel to uh, 2009's uh, The Collector. And then the second night I watched The Witch, which was a pretty critically acclaimed movie from just a few years ago. Um, Period piece taking place, you know, sort of as uh, the settlement of the West and that sort of time. I think Crucible style thing. Um, It was pretty good. Slow burn for sure, but I enjoyed it. What's that? Crucible was not set during the American West. Well, no, it's not set during the West, but it's it's like those frontiers times. Okay, that you know makes what I mean? way more sense. I'm yeah. like, we're talking like 1700s. Yeah, for yeah, the no, not the West. Salem witch trials, frontiers. Got um, it. Okay, yeah, and it's the exact same sort of thing. It's except it's like the Crucible, except they're 
maybe actually are witches. You know what I mean? So that was pretty sure. good. Um, and then the line I watched last night is called Terrifier. It is a film from 2017 starring uh, a new sort of slasher character who has appeared in an anthology series before uh, known as Art the Clown. It's a low-budget, two-set thing, and it was mean-spirited and gory. And, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I liked it very much, but I have to respect what it was doing to some degree as a horror fan. Right. Um, but it was pretty gory, and a lot of it a lot of it didn't quite click with me. Uh, and again, it just seemed mean for the sake of being mean in some places, so I, I don't know. So of the three, which one would you say is so far the favorite? I think I probably enjoyed the collection the most, although The Witch is probably ostensibly a better film i'm sure many people would consider that actually good cinema in some ways um, whereas the other two films uh, clearly are not but you know the one complaint i have about the collection is though despite it having some sequences where it definitely hung on you know effects that are, are certainly horrific in nature i i just i couldn't shake the feeling that the film played more like an action movie than a horror film. You know, almost like... Because it's sort of like Alien and Aliens. Alien being a horror film, Aliens being more of an action film. But of course, there are horrific sequences in it. I sort of just got that vibe from the collection in, in some ways. But yeah, I, I don't know. I still enjoyed it. I would still love to see a third installment to that series. Uh, I've always sort of enjoyed it. There's a little bit of a torture bend on it there on top of the slasher elements. Uh, it always sort of felt to me like a Saw with a purpose, which I guess sort of makes sense because it was originally pitched as a prequel to Saw, uh, but the producers of the Saw franchise turned it down and it became its own thing. But it was actually uh, it's pretty good. I, I would watch more of those films. We don't have to get into this specifically, but when does the new Halloween movie come out? Uh, October 18th, I believe. All right, then we'll save the discussion on that movie until it gets closer to release time. Are you planning on going to watch it in the theaters? I sure would like to. There had been some talk maybe of getting our lady friends together and uh, myself and GQ meeting up for some theater hijinks. I don't know if it's really possible or not. Obviously, he's he's got some uh, he's got the kids that he's got to figure out. Uh, but, but you know, that sort of situation outside of that, uh, hopefully so. If not, I'm, I hope to make plans to see it anyways. But if we can see it with friends, all the better. All right. So we're in the middle of Shocktober. Of course, we would talk about that. We've talked a little bit about food. I feel like we are, we are doing a regular DDT wrestling. So let's get back to the wrestling. Do you feel like making productions for this? Or do you just want to talk about the matches? I'm really happy either way. I don't think it really matters, um, but you know why not? Let's I'll predict that Becky's going to win here because why wouldn't she at this point, right? I think so as well. As as much as I know they're going to get Charlotte sixteen to seventeen championships so she can be a flair, uh, I don't think this that needs to happen this early. Becky is killing it. The feud is going well. I just. I'm brought back to um, the show that took place in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I just feel like these extra shows are not really pay-per-views, as you said, but they're they're not house shows. They're glorified house shows in some ways. Uh, just my impression is that nothing happens at these shows, and I'd like to be proven wrong. Hopefully, something does happen at this show. 
I um, believe something will definitely happen. I'm confident that that there is a title that is going to change hands. I'm just not. I don't think it's going to be this one. I no, think that definitely keeps not the title one. for a while. This feud's ongoing, whether it's at Evolution or Survivor Series or somewhere down the road. Um, that story will be told. Uh, staying on SmackDown and staying in the women's division, I'm just going in reverse order. Asuka is teaming with her new best friend, Naomi, to take on the Iconics. I've always felt as though Naomi and Asuka were a natural pairing. Uh, I, I, I really am surprised I didn't pull the trigger on this sooner. I'm very pleased by this development in Asuka's career. I'm so glad to hear that. They could totally there's... put me on the pre-show. See, I can say <laughs> things I don't mean. <laughs> uh, it'll be nice to see because they're in Australia. Billy and Peyton, it's a nice homecoming for them. <clears throat> and more than likely they will lose. Unless this is going to lead to a split and a feud between Asuka and Naomi, perhaps. I could see seems... the Iconics picking up a win, though, because I don't know that anything depends on this match. You know what I mean? No, Becky and Charlotte are going to feud for the foreseeable future, and the rest of the SmackDown women's division is just kind of waiting around. Carmella's now uh, teaming with R-Truth. You've got Zelina Vega and Andrade. You've got Lana and Rusev. People are pairing off. And then you've got these four who are just kind of twiddling their thumbs and waiting for the title to need a new contender. I'd like to see Becky take out Charlotte so she's got some time off television. And I think, you know, Becky, because I I haven't been watching the product, I'm still confused as to whether Becky's really, you know, a good guy, bad guy at this point. But, I mean, I could see that sort of, I'm assuming... Anti-hero Becky, she's probably not full-blown bad guy, but she's probably not, strictly speaking, a good guy. I could see her feuding with the Iconics, you know, off of uh, off of this win, potentially. I, I, I would like to see that. I would love to see that. I think it's more likely <clears throat> that we see her feud with either Naomi or Asuka. I just feel Which, like I've seen that. Have we seen Asuka versus Becky Lynch? I'm not I don't sure. Feel like I, have. I feel like I have, but I may not have. And Becky with the submission game and, you know, that kind of thing. I that's the match I would like to see. So mm. that's kind of where I'm hoping. Um yeah, Becky's gonna retain. I'll say Oscar I'm not even writing this down. I'll say Oscar and Naomi just because another right. Australian is going to win. And let's jump there. We'll skip over the SmackDown tag team title match. Cedric Alexander is wrestling Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight title, and I firmly believe we are getting a new Cruiserweight champion. Buddy Murphy's paid his dues. He's done his time. He's dropped the weight. I think he's taken the gold. Sure. Why not? I don't want to say that nobody is watching 205 Live. In fact, I'm seeing many, many people now. It's Wednesday night. They watch 205. They watch NXT. They watch the Mae Young Classic. I would be interested to know if the, 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 the ratings for 205 Live have improved based upon the rearranged scheduling. I have to believe it because now you have a Wednesday night lineup of wrestling that starts at 7. Yeah. But I, you know, I would like to see Buddy Murphy with that title. I'd like to see him wrestling uh, guys like Mustafa Ali again and some of the other cruiserweights 
Hideo Itami or some such for the belt. That would be fun. Sure. Um, I think just yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just cover most. Most of these matches are in fact SmackDown matches. Actually, the, in fact, wait a second. One, two, three. Of these, of the ten matches, three of them are Raw. One, two, three. Five of them are SmackDown. One is 205 Live, and one is a Legends match that has been told on Raw, but is not a Raw match. Do you remember jumping, I suppose, a bit to that Legends match? Do you remember the last time Triple H and The Undertaker fought each other, and that was considered the end of an era? They took a bow. And then they both just kept wrestling? They took a bow at the end of that cell match and were like, we'll never see these three again. Here we Shawn are. Shawn Michaels is bald. Bald! 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 My eyes! My eyes! Well, got that far, but he oh. definitely had... He looks like Triple H now. I saw someone repost that SpongeBob, uh, SpongeBob gif of uh, good old bald Squidward, I think, and uh, yeah... Yeah, I, I it just it's felt appropriate. They should have done something. They should have taken that hat off before it fell off going into um, that movie. I expected it. I expected it to be something like, you know, he's talking about how old they are, and he takes the hat off, and that's the big reveal. I, it almost I feel made like me that could have been played off mm-hmm. well instead yeah. of it being jarring. Well, that was it. I was like, are you, were you expecting it to stay on the whole time? Because that was silly, if you thought it was. Yeah, I, I, I um, just... I, you can't help aging. I'm not going to make fun of the man. Like, that's just the way it is. I get it. But you, again, you, there are ways... There, you, There's this image of this guy from his heyday, and I think they'd be silly not to want to properly address something like that, just so, again, just so they can control... The response. Him cutting his hair short, I thought, was a pretty big step. Yeah, and that's something true. I never thought was going to happen. This is like, I'm like, and you haven't been on TV many times in between then? I don't know. It seemed weird. Maybe maybe he's doing it for a movie role. Maybe Who knows? he's doing it for, I don't know. Either way, power uh, to you, Sean. Uh, the New Day is taking on the bar. We are the bar. For the Sorry Smackdown if I don't tag- sound more enthused. For the SmackDown tag titles, I could see the bar picking those back up again. Yeah, let's um, just keep trading those back and forth between whoever it is in the New Day. Let's just keep doing that forever. The Raw tag team division is in much better shape than the SmackDown one. I haven't seen the Usos in a while. I haven't seen Sanity in forever. I don't even know who the tag champions are on Raw. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I really could not have told you that. Like, I, it makes sense now that you said it, but... Yeah. The Authors of Pain look like they're heading in that direction. The Revival's done well, though they lost to the B-team on Raw, so people are like, oh, that's it for the Revival. I'm like, last week they had an amazing match with Ziggler and McIntyre, and everyone was really high on the Revival. Social media, I'm beginning to think, is just causing too many problems. So... But yeah, I, do you care enough to make a production? New Day versus Debar? Not really. Um, okay. Probably just the New Day defaulting back to nothing <clears throat> happening on this show. We'll skip around here. Let's go to um, 
here's a match that that I that I would like your opinion on. Elias and Kevin Owens, who are the new friends, because Kevin Owens needs a friend. Has friends are taking on the team of Bobby Lashley and John Cena. Great. Has John Cena been on television in weeks to months? No. He's posting pictures of himself in China, and he's lost a ton of weight, because I don't think he's taking steroids anymore. Um, seriously, he looks like Noam Dar a little bit. He, but he looks- you don't actually think he was taking steroids before. You do? No. I think you've got to be taking something to have that kind of muscle mass for that extended period of time. You can eat right all you want. You can lift multiple hours a day. I think you need a little something. Maybe it was something perfectly normal, but he looks... When we watch him Saturday morning, maybe he'll look similar. He looks... Skinny. I don't know if he's doing it for a movie role. Like he looks different than okay. he did. Well, it's been a long time since I've seen him on my television screen, so I'm sure I will enjoy seeing whatever it is John Cena has in store for us. Chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. Is that literally just chicken with a dipping sauce? It sure is. Where are your vegetables? I don't have any. Where are those radishes you like so much? Those are in my lunch. I literally just sometimes will have a baggie full of radishes. You don't put it like a thing? I was going to ask that about the carrot thing. Do you dip them in anything? No. You'll just eat a plain radishes? Yeah, they're good. Okay. They're delicious, DC. I... I enjoy them as an uh, as an addition, as a little bit of spice or pepperiness to a salad, but I'm not going to sit there and gnaw on a radish. Oh, they're delicious. You really should. Um, I'm like that with corn on the cob, too. Not that I eat much corn these days, but years ago now, I got out of putting butter or salt on my corn. It's it's so good, just straight off the cob. There's no need to mm-hmm. put anything on it. I've, I've done my best to get rid of the butter, and I only do a light... Sprinkling of salt now. It used to be just, I used to take an empty corn cob and just sweep it across the plate to pick up whatever salt and butter was left on it. And well, that's that's a good step. What's the sauce of choice for these tenders? Uh, this is a honey mustard sauce. And how do you do? Is it gluten free breadcrumbs? How do you do the breading for this? It is a gluten free breadcrumb, and typically we'll use like a vegan mayonnaise or something to get it to stick fair enough okay well while yeah you just shoved like three quarters of a whole chicken tender in your mouth let's not talk about the fact that i that was a quarter of a chicken tender thank you then those are huge because they're not that large okay it looked like a giant piece you just well i think the breading was sort of flopped off of the chicken itself so maybe it made it look bigger floppy breading sorry plagues us all yeah, but yeah, Lashley and Cena are teaming up. Uh, I don't know why. As far as I know, they don't even I, they haven't spoken since Lashley made his return. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on the last episode of the list, where we ranked Norman Smiley and practically no one else. Um, you know, Elias and Kevin Owens. While I would like Kevin Owens to not just keep finding friends, 
I like the two of them together. They play off each other well. It was cheap heat, but I have never heard a crowd boo that vehemently uh, than I did Monday night for Elias's crack at the Seattle Supersonics. So, my real problem with that crack is they're just going to continue to make those sports cracks now in every single town they go to for the rest of the year, and they're never going to get that same reaction. No. That's true. That is a very good point, and it, they will try to feed off of that. But still, and like, like Kevin Owens has always said, I bring this up all the time, wrestling is about moments. That was a moment. So, uh, again, I, don't, I would like Elias and Kevin Owens to win this match, but I have logic. So I'm sure Lashley and Cena, unless we're going to get Lashley and Cena starting to feud for some reason. Well, I, I mean, if Cena's gone, if he's just there because this is an overseas tour, a special attraction type thing, there's no reason for him to win. You can have him lose, do his sad John Cena face, which he's been getting quite good at the last you know couple years. And uh, then he just disappears quietly to go make movies again for a little while. John Cena and Becky Lynch should make a team just to do sad faces at the same time. I will say, that has been John Cena's shtick now. He just keeps losing matches. He can't quite ever seem to win that big match. Has he been back since he lost... Was it this WrestleMania that he lost to The Undertaker in, like, two minutes? Oh, yeah. Was that this WrestleMania? Yeah, because then WrestleMania before that, he got married, or he got engaged. I was going to say that was this WrestleMania, but yeah, I guess that wasn't this WrestleMania, was it? No. No. He lost to The Undertaker. He called out The Undertaker, got his ass kicked, and disappeared. I don't know if he's been back since. Yeah, I think that's right. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know what what the deal is. Maybe he's done-done. I think he basically is done, honestly. Maybe he's, you know, he'll make a small comeback. Now I'm checking... Pro Fight DB just to see what the deal is. I think his last match was, yeah, was against the Undertaker. Oh nope, he wrestled Triple H at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh boy! Because you know who won that match? But then John Cena. Okay, all right. So his last three matches have been Kane, Undertaker, <laughs> Triple H. And if we go back to his last six matches, one of those matches was Goldust. Nice. Um, All right, so we've got that match. I would love to see the heels win. Uh, I'm not sure I have that much faith, but it would be nice. Daniel Bryan is wrestling The Miz. The winner is the new number one contender for the SmackDown title. Who holds that title? AJ Styles. Hmm. Okay. I have to believe it. As as much as a Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles program would be awesome, the story makes the most sense for it to be The Miz. Unless uh, AJ Styles drops his title to Samoa Joe sometime in the near future. That would be nice. I'd like to see Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. Perhaps. watch Samoa Joe versus The Miz. Yeah, I guess so. But that's, again, less likely to actually happen. True. Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan would be a lovely feud. Again, I would hope that would be closer to WrestleMania, but that would get me through Survivor Series towards the... Would you rather see AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan or Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan? A, uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles wrestled on a SmackDown just randomly. 
So we have seen it at least once. Uh, and I like Samoa Joe far better than I like AJ Styles. I feel like the two of them have... This is going to sound strange in some ways, but they have very similar style, I think. And I think the two of them together would put on a heck of a match. Yeah, I think it would be... You would have definitely some just stiff strikes. Mm -hmm. They would grapple. They could chain. I am sure they wrestled many times in Ring of Honor, so I'm assuming they have some chemistry. Yeah, no, Joe versus... That would be my ideal. Since I don't know that Samoa Joe is going to win this championship, I would love it. And if it happens in Australia, I will celebrate in Manson Manor. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I will toss my pancakes in the air. Hooray! Pancakes in the air! But I think we're more likely to get AJ Styles versus The Miz yeah. than we are Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. Well, I mean, we still could get Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. Without Bryan, the title, I suppose. That's just true. without the title. I would be fine with If they go in that direction, I'm fine with that, too. Randomly so. on SmackDown. Uh, so, yeah. So, let's see. So, I'll say The Miz just because he's been winning. No, I honestly I'll, think that The Miz is probably a better bet because I do think AJ Styles mm-hmm. will also retain. So, Yeah. The common, the common belief that I've heard and seen on Twitter and on other podcasts is that The Miz is the guy to beat AJ Styles for the title. Daniel Bryan then has to win the Royal Rumble and beat The Miz at WrestleMania because we want to get another Daniel Bryan WrestleMania moment. See, that's a great, great fan booking scenario there, but come on. It's a fan booking scenario. That is never, ever going to happen. I will eat a hat if that entire scenario comes to be. It's... A, and this is the problem with WWE, that's booking very long-term, and there are a hundred different things to go wrong. Not only is it booking long-term, it's logical booking based off of this long-storied past, which means there is no way they will touch it with a 20-foot cattle prod. They don't do anything that makes sense, ever. It's just what they do. I'm just saying, Daniel Bryan goes out there to wrestle in the Royal Rumble and happens to tear his ACL in minute 20, and that's it. No, he's just going to go out there for the Royal Rumble, then Roman Reigns is going to throw him out of the Rumble. And and mind you, Roman Reigns will still be the champion, but he will also (laughs) be in the Royal Rumble, and he will win the Royal Rumble, thereby becoming the first man in history to face himself at WrestleMania. I'd watch it. I want to see him Superman punch himself in the damn face. I would rather watch Roman Reigns wrestle Roman Reigns than watch Roman Reigns wrestle The Rock, which is the other seemingly likely WrestleMania main event. Not happening. I think we're past The Rock wrestling. I hope so. All right, what else have we missed? We covered all these. Uh, The Bella Twins are teaming with Ronda Rousey to take on the Riot Squad. Cool. I mean, the Riot Squad probably wins, only because, again, there needs to be a reason for Nikki Bella to face Ronda Rousey at Evolution, so... Yeah. Uh, Ruby Riot and Ronda Rousey had a very entertaining match. I like Ruby Riot. I didn't like her as much in NXT, but oh. now that she's gotten to WWE, I, I liked, like her. I liked her in NXT, and I continue to like her now. She's got a lot of mm-hmm. talent, and I honestly think she could be uh, she could be a big part of that division for years to come. 
I I hope she is. Uh, I believe that leaves us with three more matches, and they're the main events and the title match. The Shield. I don't know if you heard, Doc. They're back together. The Shield. The Shield. The Shield. Is that that, that? Michael Chiklis. Oh, oh, the shield. I thought you were talking about the stable with Wade Barrett and Titus O'Neil and Heath Slater and Oh man. How great would it be if just the Nexus showed up? It'd be awesome. Justin Gabriel and Ryback attack the shield and beat them down. Oh yeah, where's Ryback? We need Ryback. Oh, have you here let's talk about Ryback for a second here. Uh so he he's um, you know, since since not being with the WWE, he's gone on to create this this feed me more nutrition company that he hawks all over social media. Have you seen yeah. this commercial? Have you seen this commercial of him? Uh, there's like this very large woman who is overweight standing uh, poolside uh, talk. And, and I don't know if she's talking because the, the version I saw was without audio, um, but she's poolside and you know there's, there's some sort of commercially thing going on. And out of nowhere, out of the frame of the camera, Ryback just runs in and, and and gives a lariat to this large woman. They both go into the pool, and there's clearly this awful camera edit, and and then this this skinny, beautiful woman comes out of the pool, hawking the the, the Femi Moore nutritional supplements. It's it's the worst, sexist, misogynistic, ridiculous, poorly filmed. Uh, 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 infomercial one could ever possibly hope for, and oh man, it's so good. I don't know what's better, the fact that that commercial sounds entertaining, or the idea of just a whole either segment or series of shows in which Doc Manson just explains <laughs> various commercials. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, because you just you could just hear the passion for this bad. You know how much I love work. bad cinema, so it, it, it appeals I, I to do. me at a base um, level. I have avoided everything that Ryback has had to say or do since he left, but now I might need to find that commercial. <laughs> uh, but yes, the Shield will be taking on. Um, they're they're not actually called the Dogs of War, but Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. So the Universal Champion, the Intercontinental Champion, and the Tag Team Champions are all wrestling in the same match with none of the titles on the line. Who's the Intercontinental Champion? Seth Rollins. Who's the U.S. Champion? Shinsuke. Is he on this card? No. Okay. Um, I guess the Shield wins. I, I guess they've been teasing the Ambrose turn so hard. There's no way it happens. You know, you 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 know, right? That Ambrose will never turn. You know that, right? Yeah, that's what I just said. It's not going to happen. Well, not only is it not going to happen on this show, I'm saying it will never happen. No, they're, they are sending so many signals that it's going to happen. I'm almost wondering if Roman's going to turn. Yeah, I mean, whoever turns, it's not going to be Dean. I would want it to be Dean. I would no. love to see a heel it, Dean Ambrose. I, 
he I'm this is why I suggested to you and the missus that you watch the beginning of Raw because he cut a promo where he was making and this was this was my issue. He was making all of the arguments that he should make after he turns, but he's making it before and I'm like he's not going to do it now. Cuz at the end of the day, loyalty. Uh-huh. But I'm I'm like maybe Roman turns Maybe Roman and because then they were also teasing dissension amongst the heels. Maybe it's McIntyre. Maybe it's Ooh. Ziggler. So then I'm like, is WWE it going to be dissension? That should be a pay per view. I'm surprised it hasn't been. That has a nice ring to it. Yeah. I'm sorry. As you were saying something. Um, no, I, I was. I almost was wondering if it was going to be Roman and Strowman flipping. Because they've teased Ziggler and McIntyre. They haven't teased Strowman. Then they've teased Dean so hard, it's got to be the other two. And I don't think they want to turn Rollins heel again. Yeah. So, I don't know. But that's, again, that's me hoping. Well, you know what I'm hoping for? I'm hoping that people will send us emails. We haven't finished these shows yet. Oh, we haven't? Sorry, that was a lovely segue. Uh, but there's more AJ to this show. Sam- What's on else on this show? AJ versus Samoa Joe. Okay, AJ wins. And Triple H versus The Undertaker. We talked about that. We didn't make predictions, Not, but we didn't talk about the match. We just talked about how much bold, neither of us bold, wants to see it. Bold. No, sorry. Um yeah. I, I uh, Triple H probably loses, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, so. I don't know why you would have The Undertaker win at this point, but uh, why not? The only thing I could think of is if The Undertaker's going to continue wrestling at WrestleMania, Kane turns on The Undertaker again, again. and we get Undertaker versus Kane at WrestleMania, and that's actually it for both of them. Ooh. I like that. Out of curiosity, having not seen uh, everything from Raw, how's Taker looking? I saw a few comments that he looked a little shaky, but what what are your thoughts? What do you think? In the ring-wise, he didn't do a lot, and I've always thought he's been better than other people think. What's glaring is that his hair now starts here. You know how in Kickboxer, uh-huh. um, Tong Po has his head shaved except for like the ponytail in the back yeah. sort of thing? Uh-huh. The Undertaker kind of looks like he's going for that, but it's not on purpose. It's just the, the entire front half of his head now refuses to go grow hair, but he's just keeping it with... It's like a mohawk... No, not a mohawk, a mullet, <laughs> but instead of business in the front, party in the back... It's baldness in the front, party in the back. Oh, Undertaker's hairline, rest in peace. You know, I'm like, you should be going for the short hair now. Because, and again, this is what I remember, and this and memory is not, I. it feels like his hairline is now a perfectly straight line that just bisects his head. <laughs> sort of like From Kane. ear to ear. Yes, <laughs> yes, he's going for the Kane hairline. It's amazing, they are brothers. Um, but no, Kane looked good. He looked a little paunchy, but he's been in a government office for a little bit. Um, 
it was enjoyable, and everyone was like, man, they showed us how to, you know, how to really end a Raw. Raw, Raw is ended fine. Per- this is because we don't see them a lot. If Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose disappeared off our TV for eight months and then showed up again, people would be losing their minds. Yeah, that's fair. But they're there week after week after Mm -hmm. week. All right. Now I have covered everything, I believe, from Super Showdown. I look forward to being with you Saturday morning, and I look forward to reading our emails. Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. The first one comes in from Darren Kirkaby. Am I not supposed to be saying that? No, his his uh, Twitter handle is, I believe it's D-E-J Kirkby. So I don't think it's a secret. Okay. And nobody, as far as I know, has emailed us and said, hey, by the way, please stop. All right. To saying my name on the show. Well, Megs, if so, let us know in the next email, okay? Hi, DC and Doc. Currently, there are 28 podcasts that I listen to every episode of, as well as dozens of podcasts that I'll listen to intermittently. The majority of them, including DDT Wrestling, I listen at 2x speed. Luckily, my job affords me the ability to listen while working. Seeing as you spoke about enjoying beans and Ben Amber, sorry, what? I was just really trying to throw off that double speed thing. (laughs) Uh, I was going to say, have you ever tried to listen to our show at two times this week? Uh, no. Is it? I don't. I don't. I. I cannot listen to shows at, at double speed. I've tried. I've even tried one point no. five. But I do one point five. Nothing sounds. I enjoy right. one point five. Nothing sounds right. I can't do it. Everything sounds like an episode of The West Wing when you're at one point five. It's just bah, 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 bah. I, uh, I've I, never I've seen listened. an episode of The West Wing. You have missed out. I, it's an excellent show. I don't think I have. Can I can I I can I, sum up my interest in politics and especially my interest in politics in my entertainment with a single hand gesture? Not the gesture you were expecting, was it? No. You made a zero with your hand I and I was like Um at two po- at two times the speed when we get going, we sound like we're competing for the micro machines job. That's awesome. Uh, seeing right. as you spoke about enjoying beans and banana bread recently, what are foods that you absolutely detest and will not entertain eating? Regards, Mags. Sent from Yahoo Mail on Android. That's a new one. Oh, Yahoo. <laughs> um, eggs. Oh, eggs are so good. Don't eat them. Omelets. Nope. Frittatas. Nope. Quiche. Nope. Yeah, I mean, I don't eat any of that stuff anymore, but oh, I, I used to enjoy a good egg. Um, mo- yeah, because you've got you've got foods that you will not entertain eating, but it's not because you detest them. It's just because you detest what they do to you. Yeah, at this point, they're just not my friends. I'm actually trying to think of a food that I've eaten that I detest, and I'm not sure I can come up with anything. I, maybe... Maybe eggplant. I don't really like eggplant, but it's it's mostly innocuous. I I, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Eat I it. bought I bought an eggplant at the farmer's market a couple of weeks ago. Not my favorite, but I enjoyed cooking with. And it. like mushrooms, I don't like either, but I will eat them. Like if they're on a pizza, if, I will eat it without picking them off. If cooked correctly, I enjoy mushrooms. Yeah. So so it's not that you don't do. Okay, let me see if I can phrase this right. It's not that you detest the foods. You dislike them, 
but is it that you're just inner laziness wins over and you're just like, all right. Cause like, I'm like, you have a slice of pizza. You notice it has mushrooms on it. Well, so I don't, clearly- I don't necessarily like mushrooms. It's not something I would order on my pizza, but if it's there, it's not going to hurt me to eat them. So I, okay. you know what I mean? Like I don't, that's fair. I don't even necessarily dislike them. They're just a little, I don't know, gummy or something. I don't know. They're just not my favorite. Again, you have to cook them the right way. Yeah. If you cook them, if you if you cook them in a pan, like I do a mushroom with like pasta, a vegetarian pasta dish now that is excellent. Yeah. But you you crisp them up in a pan. I mean, I've never had them, but I I don't think I would eat like a Rocky Mountain oyster. Um, just the idea of that does not. I would do that. You would. Sure. Testicles. Sure. Eh, Why not? I don't know. We eat, I, you know, if I talk about the it's idea... The, it's not the problem of, that it's a testicle. I just, I, I feel like it would be very, very, like... Minerally? Yeah. I, I just don't, I can't imagine it being... I've eaten liver before. Yeah. I'm not wild about the iron taste, but, so, you know, the taste might not be... I thought you were saying just because it happened to be the testicles. No, no, not of, necessarily. We, yeah, like you said, I mean, we basically eat everything, right? I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Depends on how many hot dogs you eat. <laughs> Yeah, oysters. You eat oysters like regular oysters, just like a, a raw bar. I don't. I, I have a texture issue. Yeah, and so oysters are slimy, and I slimy is not my friend. Yeah. Again, I have eaten them. I would eat them again, but they're not something I think I would ever order for myself. People, you know, you bread them and fry them. That I'd eat. Yeah, a fried oyster, sure. Man, can we also just go back for a second though? Twenty-eight podcasts. That, I was I was surprised you had just breezed over that. I mean, that's a lot of podcasts. That's ridiculous. That's and hey, if you can listen to, uh, if you can listen to podcasts during your shift, six to eight hours a day, sure you'll get through a lot of them. True, especially if you're listening to them at two times the speed. My question is though, are you? And and obviously he is. So my thing would be, I don't think I would be able to listen well enough to actually get any information, whether it's learning or just enjoying. I mean, you would probably you get know, enough you, um, that it helps fill the time. But would you get every single last statement? I mean, probably not. Um, yeah. And actually, and the other thing I have a question about here, Mags, uh, Dozens of podcasts I listen to intermittently. Well, only some of them do you listen to every episode. Oh, wait, no, but that's dozens beyond the 28. Oh, my God. You are a machine. Yeah. Anyways, the thing I want to know is DDT Wrestling. Is that in every episode or is that an intermittent? I think it, I think it, I think it has become in every episode. Man. Because he's a relatively recent convert. My question is, have you gone back and listened to all of them? Oh, boy. That's not worth doing. Now, granted, you probably can't because you're listening to 40 to 50 podcasts a week. Yeah, well, wow. Well, thanks, Mags. So my, my question for Mags is give us some recommendations. And I'm, this is going to sound weird. I don't want a wrestling podcast recommendation. I listen to – we talk and I listen to one or two other wrestling podcasts – that's enough for me. I listen to qu- entirely enough podcasts about wrestling. That's the hand gesture. Um, what would you recommend? Because apparently there is a show by a comedian named Ian Carmel who I enjoy. You didn't ask for any um, recommendations. I'm asking for recommendations. Oh. Because I am think- thinking of a podcast that I just heard about where 
it's almost essentially it's like the list except they do random topics so they have an episode where three comedians get together and debate the all time i think it's called all time everything all time sandwiches all time blt horror movies all so i was like oh that sounds like something i might need to add to my rotation hmm. yeah. Our next email comes from Chris Hawk, so we know where this is going. I hope Oscar attacks DC as he enters the unlocked door of the Manson family Saturday morning, sent from my iPhone. I love you too, Seahawk. Oscar's going to take out those ankles, DC. You better watch out. No, that's not what I'm worried about. It's my calf muscle getting violated that I'm worried about. That, I guess you probably should have some concerns for. Our next one comes from our good buddy, Mitchell Monroe. My thoughts on does WWE utilize their talent? I have some thoughts on last week's discussion about whether or not WWE properly utilizes their talent. But before that... Stop, 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 stop. Before we read this email, could you have told me that last week we discussed whether or not WWE properly utilizes their talent? I'm not 100% sure we talked about it last week and it wasn't on the list, but I, I do remember at some point we, we were going through the roster and I was surprised yes. by how well they yes. actually seem to be utilizing people. So, Because I thought, I thought my thoughts on does WWE utilize their talent? I'm going, did we ask that question? <laughs> we did. Uh, but before okay. that, I just want to say if you are in any way going to play along with Pov shenanigans, I, I, I don't know what he's talking about. Pov's shenanigans? Uh-uh. And have some weird I, I swerve. I haven't heard from Pov in ages. And have some weird swerve on episode 150. It is my opinion you should no-sell and bury Pov's efforts in love, of course. All right. Uh, I, I think Mitchell's starting to feel like we're throwing a little too much shade his way. we got to spread that around, huh? Well, I'd like to point out that I have legitimately scared a couple of people because I've written that... We've got three weeks left before we're being made redundant, uh, and clearly we're not that broken up about it. And so people are like, wait, what's happening? I'm like, you're not listening to the show, no, are you? No, you are not. Uh, that being said, I do oftentimes find myself agreeing with the exact sentiments you all came to last week. That being, the WWE uses much more people than they don't use. I think the issue, or at least imagined issue, comes from the fact that plenty of the people playing background roles could easily be slotted into main event stories. The issue that most people don't seem to realize with that is only so many people can be the top dog, per se. There's an unrealistic expectation of every person with main event caliber talent being number one, but frankly that's just impossible. The one thing I will say is if WWE Creative wrote compelling stories for people of all levels of the card, then I think people would feel a lot better about it. But that's far more telling of their creative direction than how they value their talent. I understand what you're saying, Mitchell, but I would make the argument that there are more compelling stories happening right now than a lot of people are willing to give them credit for. And I will give you an example when we get to our piece of positivity. Okay. All right. But overall, I got to say, I, I, yeah, Mitchell, I think, sums up where I was coming from pretty well. Pretty well. It's, it's true. You know, if the problem is all of these people came to work for one company, one company, even if you count all of the brands, which you can't, there's four shows. 
there's not going to be enough. Like you're going to have to play. You're going to have to be part of the ensemble for a while every now and then. Just happens. Yeah. The next email comes from Bosk. No subject. Hey, DC and Doc. Hope all is well. Not really watching weekly wrestling other than YouTube clip shows. Most of what I watch is from ideas from DDT Wrestling. Yes. Finding out quick that with a newborn and work, five hours of wrestling in two nights is extremely difficult. Thanks to you two and the besties for suggestions slash segments to watch. I love that people are using us that way. Yes. Makes me happy. Use us, people. Use us. Questions. Who do you think the WWE is building to winning the Rumble? I think Daniel Bryan. I would love to see Styles get one sooner than later. However, I see them trying to catch lightning in a bottle twice and having him face The Miz at Mania, which is still a great matchup. Also, Doc, if you could save one person from the Friday the 13th movies, who and why? Maybe this question is better suited for the other podcast. Has this launched, or when is this launching? Anywho, best to you and yours, Bosk sent for my iPhone. Well, let's let's go to the first part first, and then we can decide what we want to say about the second part. Um, Daniel Bryan makes a lot of sense uh, based on the last few weeks and conversation. Uh, I would I would put a put a bet down on a sleeper candidate of Dean Ambrose. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Winning the Rumble and then. You know, being able to challenge Roman Reigns, it's possible if they pull the trigger on The Rock, The Rock wins the Royal Rumble. I don't know. Again, I think that's far fetched. Um, I really don't think The Rock is coming back, and if he does, I can't imagine it's for a multi-match period. He's just too popular yeah. and too hard to ensure being a, a movie star. I feel like last year's winner was Shinsuke, and that didn't go I think like anyone really hoped so I feel like you've got to go with a no-brainer pick this time um yeah Daniel Bryan maybe Dean Ambrose I'd like it to be Kevin Owens but that's just a pipe dream at this point um the second part if you could save one person from Friday the 13th now explain this to me does this mean somebody who died in the movies yes. that you would save, or does this mean someone that you would save from being in the movies? No, I believe he means uh, someone who died in the movies whom you would save. I assume this is inspired by a post I recently made, who would you save from the first Nightmare on Elm Street? Um, ah. but, but yeah, um, honestly, I think for Friday the 13th, this this is the only answer that makes sense, really, uh, I would go back and I would save Jason Voorhees. If I were to go back and stop Jason Voorhees from drowning as a child, his mother never would have lost her mind, and she never would have gone on to murder all those camp counselors uh, back in the 50s, as well as in the events of the first film. And then since she would have been a, a normal, ideally stable mother caring for her child, Jason also never would have evolved into the unstoppable killing machine that he eventually becomes. So I think I could save everybody in the franchise simply by going back and saving Jason. Excellent. Though then, what would you watch? 
Yeah, it'd be pretty. Here's Jason and his mother playing Parcheesi. Learning to crochet with Jason <laughs> and the Pamela. Yeah, I don't know. All right, there, there's two emails left. Do we want to skip to Glenn's well, well, and then we go skip, to the brand though, new email? He had another question about the other podcast. I don't know what you're talking I just about. Wanted I was to, planning on just moving I just wanted on. to briefly mention this. GQ, if you're listening, no shade. Just uh, uh, does it give an update to the people who, who might still be interested uh, the 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 sound scary podcast our horror show has been indefinitely delayed. I, I would not go about waiting uh, with bated breath. It, I, it's not going to drop this year certainly, um, but you know maybe someday in the future. We were having a lot of fun recording episodes. We had I don't know maybe twenty hours of content recorded, about ten episodes. Like it, I didn't know that part. Eh, whatever, it's fine. We were really honestly having. A blast doing it. Circumstances changed. It doesn't look like it's going to get released. It is what it is. But again, I am hopeful that possibly someday it might still come down the pipe because I think we had some real good gold that I would love to share with some you guys someday. Uh, but we'll see what happens. All right. We love you, GQ. Yes, we do. When are we going to have that movie night, GQ? Let me know. All right. You're reading this next uh, we've one. We've got. Well, I'm debating whether or not we should end with okay. that, and and then let's let's do Glenn's because it's it's we love Glenn. Hi guys, just a quick email to let you know how much I enjoyed the special gimmick edition of the list this week. Was it was was it a gimmick edition? I think because I think we touched on some more unique characters, and there were no main event names. Mm. Um, but it's good to know that at least somewhat I was really like I, it was really bothering me that we were not getting good names. And you kept saying, like, we're going to have weeks like this. And I'm like, but we shouldn't. We got to figure I was I we finished the show and I was like, we need to figure it out. Maybe I need the numbers ahead of time. Maybe I should be tweaking the, the thing because I've been 100 percent honest all the time. I'm not tweaking numbers. You'll give me a number that's like one away from Steve Austin. At least once a week, we're one away from Steve Austin, Bret Hart, Yokozuna, Just somebody. Just think about it, though. At some point, that is all going to come back and it's going to be awesome. I know. There's going to be one episode where we put like three people in the Probably. Uh, Glenn goes on, keep up the predictions, keep us listeners on the edge of our seats. Thanks, Glenn. All right. We love you, Glenn. Yes, we do. So let's get to this final email, because I honestly almost deleted this, because we do get a lot of spam. We've been getting more spam Mm -hmm. lately. A lot of people telling us how to, like, improve our website. So we get an email from Coroner D'Angelo. The subject line is Decree. Hello, Dr. Matthews. And D.C. Manson. Off to a bad start. I don't know. Dr. Matthews feels kind of good. I have been given this email address by somebody I'm representing. I didn't know coroner. (laughs) The email address is D'Angelo underscore deaths at Outlook.com. Seems legit. Uh, I didn't know coroners represented somebody. I have never listened to your podcast or am a fan of wrestling slash WWE. Oh, well, that's good because uh, our show really isn't about wrestling, at least not very much. (laughs) Welcome to DDT Wrestling, where DC puts things in his mouth. I am a coroner and have been for over 30 years. It runs in the family and is a role passed down by generations of the D'Angelo family based on the Jersey Shore 
of New York. I would say something stereotypical of that show, The Jersey Shore, except but you've I've never, seen, never seen it. And neither have I. I am writing to you today because I believe you gentlemen were expecting a decree from a Bethany Westbrook as she flew into the U.S. before her two friends did, as they prepare to take over your podcast after you offered it to them. We did not offer them a podcast. Well, I mean, in some ways, by not standing up for ourselves and fighting for the show, I I I can imagine some lawyer somewhere arguing that that is the equivalency of an offer. No? Bethany, who was the first to fly over to begin her decree, with Stephanie and Bethany scheduled to follow. So it says Bethany twice. And I feel bad because I can't remember the name we're missing. Beverly, thank you. It is with a heavy heart and deepest sadness I now inform you that Bethany Westbrook died this Tuesday afternoon. I'll give you a few moments to process that before continuing. I'm not sure that's how emails I'm processing. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how any of these works. As she flew into an international airport, she was picked up in a taxi. We do not know where the taxi ended up. We just know that Bethany indeed is now dead. Huh. How do you know that if you don't know where the taxi is? Well, because they found a body but not a taxi. Ah, Stephanie and Beverly who are meant to follow in the coming week, are deeply heartbroken, this had happened, and expressed their distraught. In a joint statement, they said, Bethany is the baby of this group. She was about to start her second year of university and had so much plans for DDT wrestling. In our new journey, whoever did this will not break us. Stephanie and Beverly have decided to rename DDT to BBT, Beautiful Beth's Tirades, as a tribute to when she would set the world to rights in her passionate rants on her vlogs. They plan to ensure Bethany Westbrook's legacy and memory lives on forever. It seems the taxi that picked up Beth was a fake, and this was clearly a premeditated plot to kill her. The identity of her killer is not known, but bragging rights, Raw vs. SmackDown, and brand-split paraphernalia were left at the scene. They clearly have a thing for the brand split. Again, I apologize for your loss, and my thoughts and prayers are with you at this time. Both Stephanie and Beverly plan to email next week to read the DDT reformed decree that Beth wrote in her own words. They kindly ask DDT listeners next week to close their eyes when listening to that email and imagine it was Beth. Please understand it is a difficult time and express your condolences via social media. Kind regards. D'Angelo. You know where I haven't been in a long Where's time? Where's that? D'Angelo's, the sub shop? Yeah. Their cheeseburger subs were pretty Their good. Their steak bombs were also uh, pretty enjoyable. There's one in relative close proximity to me. I might need to partake. Mm. Let me know if they have gluten-free well, bread when you go. I will. Well, um, we are sorry to hear it. Bethany was someone who emailed us, and clearly we don't want any of our besties to slip loose this mortal coil. Um, So we look forward to hearing from Stephanie and Beverly next week. Anything you'd like to say in in honor of the dearly departed? I didn't know her very well, um, but uh, I mean, the only thing I really want to know, and I, I want assurances 
that this is not going to affect the takeover of DDT Wrestling. We're leaving. Yes, we're done. 150, you guys are on. I don't want to hear any backing yeah. out, Stephanie and Beverly. I don't care if yeah, you're you mourning can. a friend. You better be ready with your hosting shoes on. It's true. I'm wearing my hosting shoes right now. I'm wearing my hosting under roots. And, and I can't wait to kick these off and go dancing there in the rain. Uh, well, all right. That is all the emails that are fit to print this week. Thank you to Mags and Seahawk and Mitchell and Bosk and Glenn and the coroner D'Angelo, which is funny because it's so it's a role passed down by generations of the D'Angelo family, yet he signed it just D'Angelo. Is his name D'Angelo D'Angelo? I believe so. All right. Uh, what's your piece of positivity? My, I know you watched a ton of wrestling. My piece so. of positivity. Actually, I, I, I would think it would be the American Ninja Warrior girl. Probably. Yeah, because I talked about her on the list, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I enjoyed her performance quite a bit. The flippy dippies all over the place. Uh, she's obviously very athletic, and I look forward to uh, how she develops as a talent. You know, in, in some ways, it's become cliche, especially, you know, with Ronda Rousey having recently sort of joined the ranks of the roster. But I see someone like that, and I'm always reminded of Kurt Angle and just, you know, how quickly he sort of took to the sport and the amazing mm-hmm. sort of movements he was capable of. And, you know, again, she she's a different beast. She's not necessarily an Olympic me- uh, medalist in terms of wrestling. She, she's simply an all-around excellent athlete. But I am, mm-hmm. I am excited at the prospects of what she is capable of. I'm looking forward to it. Like I haven't seen NXT from this week or the Mae Young Classic for this week. I'm looking forward to watching them. If I don't watch them tonight, I'll watch them tomorrow. So, yeah, it should be good. Should be should be pretty good, pretty good. Uh, my piece of positivity, and I'm gonna, I might get some flack for this because a lot of people are going the other way. <clears throat> I am enjoying the throwback promos we are getting. We're not getting a lot of promos in the ring in front of a live audience. We are getting the as someone makes their way to the ring, the little corner of the screen shows them, and they talk for a few seconds. A lot of people are saying this is because you know they don't trust them in front of a live audience. I think it's more they don't trust the live audience because mm. live audiences tend to hijack these promos. You can't hijack a 30-second promo that's being shown in the corner of the screen. That's true. Uh, and I really I really enjoy it. You know, I don't need the selfies and all of that sort of stuff, but Connor of the Ascension, who has now won two weeks in a row, he beat Bobby mm. Roode on Raw, cut a promo the, with Victor at the end. It was very good. He clearly has some speaking ability that we haven't seen since he was teaming with, you know, he was doing the stuff with the fashion police. I'm into it. This is what wrestling used to be. When I was watching wrestling in the, you know, 90s, and even probably in the 80s, they had these little promos. It was perfectly fine then. I see no reason why it can't work Yeah, and in all fairness, um, if you are going to script promos, which, as everybody says, is what they're doing, I think it makes a lot of sense to script them and record them backstage where you can do multiple tanks or takes rather. Yeah. Scripting something and then throwing them in front of a live audience to do it in a single take just seems like folly. If you, if you don't actually trust Mm -hmm. their ability to improvise, why would you do that? Exactly. People were like, well, this might be the eighth time he did it. And I said, so what? 
You watch, you know, Infinity War or some other show, how many takes do you think it took to get that yeah. thing? There are there are there are gonna be the elite talents who can go out there like Elias and Kevin Owens and control a crowd for the people who can't stop asking them to do there it. There you go. It's gonna be more entertaining overall. Absolutely. All right, well, that wraps up another fun-filled episode. We're getting close to 150, so I'm telling you, we had some great emails, but I'm telling you, people, you're down to two weeks, three, I don't remember what episode this is, but we're down to a handful of episodes until we're done. You might have topics you didn't know you wanted our opinion on. Start sending emails. I want, like, 12, 15 emails yeah, a week. I think week. after this episode, I think we've only got two more episodes. This is 147, then it's 148, 149, then we're done. And then we're done. Somebody else will take you through the next 150 episodes of DDT Wrestling. So get your topics to us, because I don't know about you, are you getting rid of social media too? Oh, yeah. I mean, I barely use it as is. I'm just saying, we're going to be gone. You'll never see it. We'll be like Kaiser Soze, and just like that, we're gone. Uh. Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into if that good night? If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so by sending your message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Doc Manson. He's at the DC Matthews. If you'd like to listen to the list or any of our other past episodes, Mags, I'm looking at you. Hit that back catalog hard. You can go to ddtpod.com. And if you like what you've heard, and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling, and we would be very appreciative of whatever financial support you are willing to lend to our wacky oral antics. Make sure your credit card doesn't get declined. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, for one of the last times, won't you be our bestie? <laughs> <laughs>